Hello and welcome to the Nostalgia Road Trip where we take the short bus of life and crash it into that wormhole we call pop culture. This is the podcast, the only podcast running on the Super FX chip and coded in blast processing. I'm your host, the ghost with the most hostess, Edgar Velasco. And with me now is my partner, my hetero life mate, Mr. Robert Menes. How are you, Chief? I've got just one question for you today. Have you played Atari today? You know what? That's I have to say, that's like... the. You Atari and your DOS world, you know, it, it's it, it's something that have you know the Apogee, you know, uh, fucking uh, 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 Jack Jackrabbit, whatever fucking oh, yeah, Epic Games, Epic Games in the beginnings and all these things that still within your heart that you still carry that flag way on high and you will wave your your DOS dick in anyone's face <laughs> to help promote that. You know, I, I, you know, as much again, I'm not a DOS guy. I have seen, you know, let's plays. I have seen people's documentaries, you know, about certain companies. And you, you know, follow up how Anatoly DOS nostalgic too, right? Exactly, things like that. And oh, uh, Madame, what's her name? I'm sorry, uh, she does a whole lot of computer stuff. Oh, Miss Madeline, but she is Amiga stuff. No, but I mean in general, like that PC stuff. That even to yeah, this day, essentially, Amiga, DOS, whatever it is, Atari, like, yeah, whatever it is, you know, like Ocean Software. Um, what is that one with the owl that's Britishly loved? Oh, uh, BBC Micro. That and um, you uh, know, the Archimedes, exactly. which is another platform. Like all these, like the DOS, PC, Amiga, all this software that not just you. But there's various communities. There's a community that still promotes Coco, um, that weird thing that yeah, you... the the color computer. Yeah, the Coco. They call it Coco. I, I, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, TRC color computer. They call it Coco because color computer. No, but I mean in general, like there's people who still promote and support these things even through the years, and it makes mm-hmm. me wonder. Like there are things that are l- l- timeless, no matter what, you know. And yeah, it is difficult these days to run. You know, certain software, you know, computer-wise in current platformers, whereas you need to either modify something for it to play or get one of or those... Or just run an emulator. Or run an emulator or even, you know, be lucky enough to find in one of those old thrift shops or even old computer stores that still sell it and you... Yeah, you know, find the original hardware. Exactly, and do it yourself so it's like as if you're playing the original stuff on the original hardware. And it, you know, it, it dawned on me, like, that's applicable to various things in us that are, you know, timeless. There's a lot of things that are timeless, be it movies, video games, uh, music, music to, to events, you know, things like that. And like, it makes you wonder, like, I know for various generations, there is that thing. Like for us generations, especially people of the eighties, the fact that the eighties, you know, it, it, it never really, you know, it, it kind of like, went away for a little bit to make way for the 90s and the thousands and stuff like that but the fact that these things come back yeah okay the the whole thundercats controversy it is what it is but again it's a way of coming back for new generations and again it isn't like thanos you know fucking having the infinity gems that will erase the uh, or the already existing versions that happened you know people grew up with in the past and it makes me wonder about things that are timeless with us like for me the, you know, the Ghostbusters, Robocop, you know, even Total Recall, you know, any film by Canon Films, like, yeah. things that I like, you know, like any Chuck Norris movie or fucking, you know, old 80s, you know, fucking Hong Kong movies, 
Like oh yeah, because uh, Sammo Hung, gotta love Sammo Hung. You know, even Cynthia Rothrock. You know, even early Van Dam. You know, uh, no early retreat. Jackie Chan, no. early Jet Li. Yeah, things like that, and it's like there are things that will always be timeless. Like yeah, and for you, and again, you your Amiga community and your Dallas community, and there are people who support that to death, and they will show you, you know. Not and the weird thing is they'll be kind about it. They'll show you, hey, this is what I love. Here's what I think about it. This is why it's good. You know, if you don't like it, it's fine. But this is me expressing my love for this particular thing. And yeah. you know, it dawns on me and dawns on various people like us that there are those things that are timeless. And for you, like I know DOS is, but in other mediums, like in your in in your tastes. Like for you, what are the things that are timeless for you that you know that, or that you at least think that when you're old and gray, or when you're six feet under and worms are eating at your feet, like that'll still be around and it'll be in the sub subconscious of various individuals. God, tons of maybe. How about tons of music that I grew up with? I know that I know it's like you know even when all the band members of all these all these old bands or the musicians themselves are long dead and buried and rotting in the ground. You know, becoming one with the earth once again. Uh -huh. Their music will be timeless. You know, I still listen to Devo. They're still as just as good as they were. You know, years ago, <laughs> their message still stands. I listen to Talking Heads. It's just the same. David Bowie. You know, who else? I mean, like, you know, run the the, the crazy list down. The Dead Kennedys. You know, the Clash. The Beatles. Um, who else? Yeah, the Beatles. You know, like, and, and, you know, even like the 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 grunge face, like Nirvana, Pro Jam. And even like yep. '90s metal, and oh, I was gonna say too, like the Police as well. Exactly, Stages. exactly, exactly. You know things like yeah. that. Uh, adolescents, the Buzzcocks, like there. It's it's interesting. Bad brains. Oh yeah, exactly. Bad brains. Even misfits. You know, uh, pre yep. and you know post and reunited versions now with Glenn dancing back in the gang in the fold of it. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, or, or hell, let's get let's get funky and also talk about like George Clinton and Bootsy Collins and all them guys. You know, Run DMC, fucking hell's yeah, Grandmaster Flash and uh, yeah, the Furious Five, Furious the Boys, exactly. And like, I know that for music, like certain mm -hmm. lyrics and certain th themes that were touched upon are generational. Like people still go through certain thing, you know, themes and ideas and you know whatever in those songs. Which is why they span, but also because maybe they were the firsts, and the firsts are always remembered because they're your firsts. You know, yeah. not just your first, but the first of the world. Oh, let's not forget Michael Jackson, whatever. You of know. course not. We can't forget Michael Jackson. You know, even, you know, Genesis and then Phil Collins, both versions of Genesis with, you know, Phil Collins Peter Gabriel. and Peter Gabriel, and then Peter Gabriel's thing, you know. Um, yeah, when he went solo. Cream. Um, you know, uh, you know, um, Clarence Clearwater Revival. Oh yeah, Credence Clearwater um, what Revival. Else? Like Blondie, another one. You know, Blondie. Uh, uh, freaking even like even as recent as like old school Green Day, new school Green Day. Uh, old school, no doubt. Now Gwen Stefani. You know, but like things like in in terms of music, there are various themes and subject matters that span. Any generation, any year, any time frame, any millennia, you know, be it war, poverty, you know, uh, the, uh, what the yeah, situation and, is. You know, modern day, like a lot, I'm sure like a lot of these, a lot of these musicians probably would never have thought in a million years what would have happened nowadays. 
Exactly, but exactly. certain things they touched upon in their lyrics or what they expressed still came out like, wow, this is still applicable to something today. I mean, one of the big things was the the thing I always bring up and I always cherish is the dictator with Charlie Chaplin. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the speech at the end, which was, I believe, his first speaking part, and he did yeah. one of the most, you know, touching, you know, lines ever about, you know, war and how people can be together. It's about humanity. Humanity will always, you know, you know, a good will always outweigh the bad and stuff like that. But something like that from that era, you know, is still applicable today when you see uh -huh. the things that, you know, they're, they're always going to be constant. War, famine, greed, you know, all those things are in the fact that that speech from like the 19 fucking, I don't know what, 40s. from the 1940s is still occasionally on rotation. Someone discovers it on YouTube and then posts the video on Facebook or whatever social media. And there are those who are like, holy shit, I didn't know. And, well, first of all, I didn't know he speak he spoke British. Uh, and second, well, yeah, because he is he is English. No, no, but I mean in general, like people who don't know Charlie Chaplin or stuff like that. Even people who don't yeah. know Charlie Chaplin say like, wow, he really had a. That's something that you could apply for today's, you know, things like that. I always remember it because like that right there is something in terms of memorable that throughout the years, whatever's going on in the world or whatever's happening, you know, your life personally or even life outside these yonder doors. You like you, you like it's something that like, holy shit, it still can be, you know, it's still it'll outlive us in terms of like its impact. But more importantly, on what how many people it's touched and also how many people it still continues to touch to this day. Yeah, but, you know, the other thing, too, is that nowadays, too, like, when people also, like, retrospectively look back at certain things, and when they actually realize, like, you know, maybe at first we were not, in, you know, we weren't, like, picking up the message or interpreting whatever it is that was being said, you know, right, mm -hmm. and they look back and they're like, oh, shit, I didn't realize it was about this. Like, a big example, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back and I'm going to talk about Devo real quick. Please, go, go right ahead. Far, okay, because far from being just the Whippet guys... You know, they had a lot of, like, very satirical, a lot of very biting, a lot of very sharp lyrics. Mm -hmm. And post-Freedom of Choice, like, their third album when it had Whippet on it, and everybody was like, oh, the Whippet guys, the Whippet guys. And then they wrote the fourth album, New Traditionalist, as basically a big old fuck you to Poser fans. Mm, and because the it went very, very dark with yeah. the lyrics and the material and the sound. They got a lot darker. And yeah, sometimes you do that because you don't want to, in a way, be pigeonholed to just be known as that. Because get yeah. what, ha what happens to people who get pigeonholed like that? They become one-hit wonders, and then you know they are forever remembered like that, and then forever you know cursed to play at dive bars. That one particular oh. show, that one particular oh. song, or even like free concerts at the park. <laughs> yeah, but luckily, like Devo gave like a big old middle finger to that. And on New Traditionalist, which, you know, is probably my favorite Devo album, uh -huh. is one song which I think is still very relevant to this day, which is Beautiful World. Because the video for that, when that came out on TV, like, people didn't realize, like, you know, the video starts out and the lyrics are like, oh, it's a beautiful world we live in, um, we, you, know, you know, and all this stuff. And I was like, scenes of nature and people enjoying life and everything and all of a sudden the, the video takes a dark turn mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you see footage of race riots the clan you know 
dictators and all the shit and then all of a sudden they're still singing the same lyrics to the to the footage mm -hmm. and then towards the end the lyrics go you know it's a beautiful world like for you for you for you and then it says it's not for me mm, you know and that's definitely true that also reminds me of that uh talking heads uh song which one is it the one that it literally makes parodies of commercial uh like uh television commercials and products i forget what song psycho killer yeah, well, that too, more importantly, everyone knows fucking Psycho Killer, but there was another one. I forget what the song was, but... Um, not, um, Once in a Lifetime, is it? No, no, it's not Once in a Lifetime, but practically it's... Oh, God. Like, each member is, like, doing the head rotation, and in the head rotations, they're, like, almost like they're selling, like, bad... Like, oh, products. oh, Love for Sale! Love for Sale, that's the one. That's love for the... Sale, that, yeah, that's the one, yeah, they were doing that, that whole entire video... Was just like a complete like mocking of like like you know advertisements on TV. Exactly, exactly. And again, stuff like that sticks with you. Like mm -hmm. you know, Land of Confusion by fucking Genesis. You know, it, yeah, it's a video about fucking puppets that were later used for a damn sketch comedy show. Uh, whatever the heck it was called, I forget. Um. Oh yeah, god, I forgot yeah, what yeah. the thing was called. Yeah, yeah, you know what it was, but you know, like. The, that mm -hmm. song itself in the lyrics land of confusion the kind of world we live in you know these yeah. are the things where you know and like things like that still apply to this day like and, and, and again it it's movie like i mean music videos or music in general throughout generations does spark that you know like longevity because of the lyrics the themes and whatever it touches upon but more importantly even like stuff from the days that even before you and i were born you know, were people telling, you know, in a way of telling story, but with a good rhythm and yeah. like things like that stick with you, you know, and that yeah. is, and that, you know, and for movies similar, like various, you know, things that are happening to this day. You can say like, you know, themes from movies like, you know, Blade Runner, a, a movie that, yeah, at first it was considered a bomb, but down yeah. the line, it became appreciated. You know, it became a cult classic, and then it be, it it got its justice rightly deserved down the line. And it yeah. has so many themes about human emotions and like what makes us truly human. Exactly, and like that, you know, and even in RoboCop, you know, how it parodies how the world is. And then when you realize, yeah. and you watch the news today, you realize like, holy shit, that stuff is happening now. Even you know, yeah, when you see, yeah, you see like. You know, you see like the the talking heads on the news there, and they're just like blah blah blah. Look at all this stuff going on, and then they it cuts to like a scene with like, oh yeah, the the surgery, the heart center surgery, and then like the board game Nukem. No, and, and exactly like, oh, the president was murdered. Oh, now back to yeah, the weather. Yeah, the laser flying. You no. see like the laser footage. Yeah, and then our country mourns. Of, yeah, country mourns this tragedy. Like very like, oh, like this just happens every day type of thing. Yeah, it's so like lack lackadaisical where like it's completely oh this person died. Okay, back to you, Sandy. Hey, the newest fashion is you know, things like that. Yeah. It's easily ignored. And the weird thing is when you watch the news, it's literally that same, you know, kind of behavior, almost like verbatim, like, oh, uh, this person was murdered outside. Oh, now back to the weather with Tom whatever, and he's not like a happy, jovial person telling, Hey, it's gonna rain, but hey, have your umbrella ready because it's yeah, gonna no, it, it it would almost be like, you know, you know, what was um like oh like um the recent the very recent at the time of this recording the uh the volcano eruption in Guatemala like 
they talk about that and the, and the death toll, and all of a sudden, it'll be like Al Roker coming on and like being all jovial about the weather. <laughs> They're dying, but hey, guess what? You will die. It's going to be a hot one today. Exactly. Like, wow, what? Nice. And, and you feel like, yeah, like you feel like just like going over to the studio and just like punching Al Roker right upside his head. Yeah, but um, moving away from political themes and things that are still impactful, like in movies, video games, or any type of medium, like there's so much to go look at that it'll still have an impact to many generations even after us. You know, like, you know, for us, it's the never-ending story. It's the movie yeah. Legend. It's Blade Runner. It's Robocop. It's Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. You know, it's you know, it's even as recent as uh, *Idiocracy*. You know. Oh God! Now that one is like that one will be a timeless one for decades to come. Yeah, if they ever wanted to make a, if they ever wanted, you know, if the future generations wanted to know what this era we're living in is, just pop in that DVD into your forehead, whatever, whatever yeah. the projectionist technology is going to be in the future. Just pop that in, and like, yeah, that's pretty accurate. Just change some of the the names and the faces, and you pretty much got that down. Yeah, but, like, if I want to also talk about, like, some other timeless movies, at least, like, maybe for me, I don't know about for others, mm -hmm. but, you know, definitely going to be one that's, um, Enter the Dragon is definitely one. There's, yeah. like, there will never be another martial arts movie as good as that. Yeah. I mean, like, some have come very, very close, but it's, like, Enter the Dragon to me is, like, perfection. Yeah, and then some people will say, and even for those gener, even you know what, you even have to give kudos to like the first Matrix movie, not the sequels, but even that is considered something that would be timeless because it it impacted the world so much in terms of like, hey, guess what? It brought Hong Kong action to the big Hollywood screen, whereas you know those old kung fu movies, you know, even you know aside yeah, they were still niche. They were niche and they were in like the, it was almost like underground like fan base where they, they were almost afraid to reveal themselves. Although, yeah. yes, you would walk around Chinatown or any market and you see the guys hawking their CDs or VHS of movies. Um, yeah. you know, where Enter the Dragon did bring that popularity, but it also with that, it brought like imitators trying to cash in, like the Black Sproitation. Yeah, because after, Bruce yeah, that was after Bruce Lee, you know, Bruce Lee died and then, yeah, Bruce Sploitation became the big thing. Everybody wanted the next Bruce Lee. You know, and, you know, but things like that are impactful. You're right. And even, mm -hmm. you know, the Matrix will be remembered as something like that for that timeless. The first one, of course, the other two are fucking bullshit. But the first yeah. one, you know, um, you know, various things like, heck, even old soap operas, maybe to an extent, mm -hmm. like Dallas, who shot JR, things that people still yeah. remember. Fucking people still remember, uh, the, the, you know what? As bad as it is, people will still remember, people will remember Baywatch. Mm -hmm. For who, as much as of a joke it is, people will remember Baywatch. People will remember, people still remember fucking Tom Selleck as Magnum PI. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, a and to too many others, there is no replacing Tom Selleck. Exactly. Just like Harrison Ford or freaking Mark Hamill. You know, like, there's, their actors, their roles, their game, even video games, the original NES, you know, forget, you know, Sega Master System. Like, there's a whole lot of things that are gonna be, you know, even to this day, there's a fan, there are fan bases who would clamor to that old school mentality. And, you know, it will outlive us. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. sure, the new blips and blops will show up occasionally, but there will be always that fan base or that group or that community of people that will always clamor to the old stuff and it'll be yeah. and and down the line it'll get more of its attention. I mean, 
look now where anime is at its apex where people are like can't shut up about my hero academia or whatever anime is out right now mm. where you know where you and i grew up you know uh it was again like martial arts it was pretty niche and you could only and the anime that did air on tv was you know like speed racer gigantor astro boy like the memorable stuff yeah. but, yeah, and then like the eighties and nineties came around, and we became teenagers, and we just start, we started discovering new stuff. Like, you know, I'm gonna actually say like another series that I'm surprised is actually quite timeless too, because now that I'm like watching it a little bit again, mm. Dirty Pair. Dirty, yeah. Dirty Pair is surprisingly progressive for the time. No, no, and again, I used to remember it because I used to read the 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 not the manga. The comic book because the comic oh, always the American don't... adaptation of it. Yeah, but even then they were pretty good. They kept the spirit of the characters and the designs was pretty good. You know, but even mm -hmm. then it brought attention to the series that existed and people do remember it. Just like people will remember Bubblegum Crisis. You know, people will rem oh, and you better believe people even to this day will e even pass where we're digging up worms in our coffins will remember fucking Akira. Okay, Akira is another one. That will stand the test of time forever. You know, like... Even Ghost in the Shell is another one, too. Ghost in the Shell. The original, not those standalone complex okay, or sequels. Anything by Studio Ghibli absolutely will stand the test of time. Exactly. <laughs> and no matter how many times <laughs> Miyazaki tries to fucking uh, retire, he, he'll, have, he'll come back from the dead fucking half-robot or half-zombie and make a new fucking Studio Ghibli film. I I know, because it's like, I think the problem, I think with him is that he says he retires, but then he's like, no, I've got too many other ideas and I gotta get them down. I gotta put them on film. He's like a fucking. I gotta get them down on paper. I gotta put them down on film. He's the pro wrestling of fucking uh, retirement where they say, oh, I'm gonna retire one more match. And what happens? Oh, you're yeah. fucking come back full time? What the fuck? You're an old man. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, I don't ever want him to go away. Like, I, I'm gonna be like absolutely sad when he does. Uh -huh. But I was like, his movies are just so good and it's like it just goes to shows like he can't it's like he's restless like he's got to make another one he has so many ideas in his head that man is like that man is like an absolute well of imagination and creativity exactly you know? and, and it's like that is such a wonderful thing that he's just like he has so many ideas that he wants to get down and the weird thing is as absurd as some of these are or he's able to still tap into that innocent mentality of like wonder a wonder of excitement yeah. of, of of adventure but more overall imagination mm -hmm. you know so there's never there's never been a bad movie under his watch ever i know um and it's and, and but again there's like individuals people things that mm -hmm. through us are still memorable again for me ghostbusters Robocop, never ending story anything by canon films as bad as it is will be remembered Groups like the Fat Boys, even Boys to Men, you know, yeah. New Edition. Again, um, fuck, even like even '80s one-hit wonders, they're still played on rotation. And guess what? You play any yeah. of those hits, people are gonna stop whatever they're doing and they're gonna bob their head. Be it because it was associated with a meme years ago, or because it's just so catchy, like, oh, I need to stop to you know doing what I'm doing and but, listen to this song. It invokes genuine memories. Or even to new kids because of, you know, Rick Rolling and stuff. Like, fucking Rick Ashley's fucking more popular now than he fucking ever was in the 80s because of the whole Rick Rolling situation. I like, know, it's so screwed up. Okay, I, I gotta say one more series, too, that I know is gonna be timeless as well. Huh? Cowboy Bebop. Oh, that's... You know what? That That's what I consider one of the more... 
the modern class. I consider that a modern classic at this point. Like, yeah, but that- it's like it's still like it's twenty years old, but it's like it's still gonna be one of those things that like even when we're like we're old and horribly gray, mm-hmm. we're gonna probably be like you know when we when we see each other off, we're gonna be like see you, space cowboy. Exactly, and you know, to even an extent, again, Neon Genesis Evangelion, again, fucking Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon are like literally like the top two anime right now in the fucking world. It's like, what the fuck is it, 1994 already again? But things like that. But also, you know, in the defense of the new Thundercats, that's what it's supposed to do: introduce it to new generations. Mm-hmm. So, if they're curious or they want to know about the old ones. You pop in the yeah. old DVD and say, here, this yeah, is the original. Yeah, I could just be like, well, here's the original ones. And just plop down the DVD box in and just let them go at it. Similar to like the new anime. Hey, I hate Dragon Ball Super. Hey, why didn't you watch Z? Hey, you might even mm-hmm. like GT. Or, or how to watch the original too. You know, exactly. Like things like that. Hey, you want to know how it started? Here, try this. Mm-hmm. It may not be your thing, but give it some time and then it'll grow on it. You know, yeah. and things like that. I mean, like, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to admit, I'm not a particularly big fan of Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. I like the original the best, but it's like, I'm not going to be like, oh, Z sucks, Go, don't go watch it. I'll be like, I'll just tell people, Z is not exactly my thing. I like the original the best. No, but I mean in general that the the idea that it, it will mm-hmm. come back one way or another shows how timeless it is. Yeah, some people use it as a commercial crash, you know, cash grab gimmick because, oh, it's popular. Let's, for, let's milk this nostalgia. But, you know... It's a way of still keeping it in the conscience of people. I mean, like, mm-hmm. hey, guess what? Yeah, Teen Titans, you know, Go isn't my cup of tea, but people like it. But guess what? It's going to make people watch maybe the original Teen Titans. Or give a, or give some, you know, or even be curious about watching the live action movie that's coming out soon. Like, mm-hmm. and again, in the defense of Thundercats War, guess what? As much as people hate it, guess what? It's bringing attention to that franchise and people are going to say, hey this exists it actually it happened before like oh here let me show you my the version i knew and see what you like and again it, it as long as and that's why things like that are memorable and i could yeah cowboy bebop akira sailor moon neon genesis evangelion and many other animes even you know uh, um fucking you know with the upcoming fucking battle angel movie you know guess what that's just going to make people re-release the original anime on Blu-ray or reprint the yep. original classic, you know, uh, manga with, you know, her real name, which is Gunny, Gummy, Gummy, Gunny. I forget. Something like that, Gunny? Yeah, it's Gunny. It's Gun something. Yeah. Before they, yeah. you know, re-changed it to Alita to fit much more of the character, which is, a more, I, I prefer that name better anyway than Gun- Gunny. Yeah. Gunny, yeah. Her name was Gunny. For Gunny, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, and one more series. I keep on, it's like, these series keep on coming up. Astro Boy. Yeah, and things like that, but also yeah. things like that. Astro are... Boys is like timeless because it's got so many. Also, it's got so many positive lessons in it too. No, but also because you know why certain other things are timeless because mm-hmm. it influenced other creations that share that the the, the certain similar themes and storyline. Like, hey, Astro Boy, what happens, Astro Boy? You got Mega mm-hmm. Man. You got you know you yeah. got you got you know you got all these robot boys. I know. Tom- yeah, boy robots that fight for peace, you know, but it's like the things that Astro Boy has to fight against, like he also has to fight, face discrimination because he's a robot. Humans don't trust robots. They think that they're inferior beings, you know, and things you know, like that. Robots and he- that are sentient and feel and live like, you know, Astro has emotions. Exactly. And then follow those themes up with 
Blade movies like Blade Runner, movies like RoboCop. Like they're because even they're, X is especially taking from that because robots with emotions. No, but exactly. But I mean, like in general, like there's a reason why these things are timeless because it influenced other things that will become timeless as the you know the years go by as they go along yeah and there you know certain themes and subject matter that at t- as a kid or maybe someone growing up didn't realize but then mm-hmm. you know upon further dissection or further analyzation you realize like wow it it if it wasn't for this thing we wouldn't have this and we wouldn't have that we wouldn't have this or we wouldn't have this theme you know like um you know yeah, it, it, it's definitely it. It's good to know that there are, yeah. there's going to be so many things that are timeless. Yes, even to someone who loves Transformers, there's still people. T- GoBots will be remembered and will be a timeless thing down the line. Yeah, you know, they, they, yeah, GoBots has its fans, and everybody else has its fans. But it's like, you know, even, even if like canon films were oftentimes like weird and cheesy or whatever, it's like they were still so much fun to watch. And for me, it's like the timelessness of them is thinking about like Friday nights when you're home and it's nighttime. You just came back from the video shop. You got yourself some snacks. Mm-hmm. You got yourself your VCR. It's just you, a blanket, a dark room, and the glow of the TV. And you're just sitting there like popping in films, munching on popcorn, ice cream, drinking whatever you, soda. What the fuck are you, you know? eating when you're watching movies? What the fuck, man? I'm surprised you're not fucking 300 pounds. What the fuck? Is that all you eat on a fucking show? I don't know. We, we, we as kids, I think like... I think it's also, too, because, like, both of us are Spanish, and you know our diets are kind of rich. I think maybe we have, like, freakish superhuman metabolisms that we burn all this shit off. Well, speak for yourself. Now that I now that I cut sugar out of my diet, I've lost a lot of pounds, whereas I used to be 230, 240. Right now, I'm at a nice, slim 176. So, you know what? For youth... Yeah, we had a stomach like a furnace. That's something that yeah. is not going to be timeless. When we get old, our fucking body shut down. That's the only thing that's yeah. bad. You know, and yeah, now, nowadays, yeah, like, I don't want to really, like, eat a ton of shit while I'm watching movies. You know, I'll have a nice little seltzer water and maybe, you know, like, a granola bar. Something sensible to eat, yeah. <laughs> exactly, but, you know, at least our minds and what we remember is something that we'll always take with us. And again... Even past our generations, we're both we're we're both dead, and we're down into like maybe our fifth generation of our offspring or their offspring. Offspring movies like RoboCop, anime like Cowboy Bebop, you know yeah. songs, you know from Jimi Hendrix to the Beatles will still be on rotation. You know, our, and also too, like another one we didn't mention, video games like Street Fighter Two is going to be timeless. Exactly. Everybody knows Street Fighter Two. Exactly. In- Mortal Kombat, or you mean like. Maybe some of, like, the computer games are not going to be, like, you know... I know, like, people who had computers will know all these computer games. Kids who had consoles only will know their consoles. But it's like, you know what? Nowadays, with the internet, we can all sit and we can teach each other. And again, there's going to be various people who will promote it and tell you why these things were great at that time and even to that day. So the yeah. knowledge... Or they was- just want to share because they love it and, you know, they want to share what they love with the rest of the world. But also, its knowledge will never be lost. You know, no matter what happens to the internet or whatever, they'll still keep that. Somehow the information will always be available, you know, be it printed form or, you know, be it directly set, you know, sent via satellite through, you know, brainwaves or whatever. Whatever the hell the mode of, of, you know, communication is going to be down the line. But there will always be a way to people to find these things out and to know about it, you know, be it press, 
you know, or, you know, internet, you know, whatever, information superhighway, whatever, or someone's, you know, that good of photo, you know, you know, photo memory that they still can yeah, remember. Yeah. So, like, things like that, even, like, this particular names or whatever it is, they'll always still with you. Like, you know what? Like, I've always said said it before, and I'll say it again. Fucking, I'll be dead and buried, and it is the year 2099, and guess what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will still be around. <laughs> and a new Spider-Man will be patrolling the streets. Exactly. So there's always, and there's always going to be new tales of Superman and Batman. There's going to be maybe some new mm-hmm. heroes along the way, but their old ones will still be there being the old guard, you know, and mm-hmm. there, there will still be those old movies that uh, for us were considered okay, but maybe then will become classics or will, or those classics will become even more recognizable in terms of that. But they, they'll be in the, 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 not, they'll be in the uh, stratosphere of just stuff. They'll always be around. You know what? That whole mantra of life will always involve fucking Ninja Turtles and everything else around us. Exactly. You know, and like I said, you know, even when we're dead and buried in 2099 and Miguel O'Hara is running around New York City as Spider-Man, all this stuff will be timeless. Except for Ravage. Ravage was garbage. (laughs) Okay, that'll give you... But if you want to know more timeless things from you and would like to contact you, maybe try to sell you some more Amiga or DOS games, how can they do that? Find me on the Facebook group or find me on Twitter at the Calculus. That's L-E-M-B-D-A-C-I-E-L-C-U-L-U-S. Our official Twitter is at IntroTripCast and our website is at NostalgiaRoadTrip.com. Always a pleasure. Pretty much having a good conversation as usual without having any hiccups along the way, thankfully. But it's always been a pleasure, my friend. It's been a great time and I'll definitely see you next time. See you, Space Cowboy.
Do, little buckaroo. Hey, you better ask your eyes. Yeah, you gotta do.